Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Pixie Dust Podcast. Annie Fry here is your host for this Disney World planning podcast that we use as an opportunity to introduce you to the things beginner, intermediate, even advanced when it comes to planning your Disney World vacation. And I'm so glad to have my co-host here, Erica Murphy with Magic Expeditions. She's a travel agent specializing in Disney vacations. And uh, we have tons of fun together. Every time we go to start these podcasts, we have to start them over and over again because Erica Erica, the, the most fun person in the world to be around, can't stop giggling. Erica, we're going to do this. We're going to get it done. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's only 48 minutes this time. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So today's podcast episode is going to be about learning the Walt Disney World lingo. So a little bit of a vocabulary lesson that is for beginners, but also, Erica, I think you'd probably agree, for people who maybe have been out of the loop for what, like just three or four years, a lot has changed in the way people communicate when it comes to planning a Disney World vacation. And if you don't know what some of these terms mean, you can miss out on things or potentially mm -hmm. not even really be able to execute the whole idea of planning that Disney World vacation. Yeah, absolutely. And I find myself, like, I catch myself as I'm talking to somebody and be like, yeah, your ADR at BOG is, you know, and then you have to, like, stop yourself and be like, wow, that was real Disney nerdy. And I uh, have no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> well, what she was talking about was her advanced dining re uh, reservation at Be Our Guest, I think, unless... That's it. That's yeah. it. Well, that's funny that you say that, because I have a list of acronyms, and, and honestly... Everything has an acronym at Disney mm -hmm. World, but there are certain acronyms that may be used in conversation and vernacular a little bit more. And we are going to kind of fast paced go through these so that you can hear the word or the acronym for us. We're going to tell you what it is and how it might be used in conversation. So if you are new to planning a Disney World vacation or if you haven't done it in a while, especially since uh, 2020 when everything was shut down, they have made a lot of changes. So as of February 2023, these are the things that Erica and I think are uh, most important for you to know. So let's start with that one. Erica, ADR, what, what does that mean? So that is the advanced dining reservations. And when you are an on-property guest, you can make those 60 days in advance. And the thing that's uh, really important about that is that it gives you the opportunity to get those really like sought after restaurants. I know we've talked about it before, but uh, you know, like Space 220 is one of the newest restaurants on property. Uh, getting a reservation there is really challenging. Uh, so if you get it more towards the end of your vacation, you get a better chance to make those those dining reservations. And when you make them 60 days in advance, you know, it's kind of hard to think, what am I going to want to eat when yeah. I'm on property before even being there? So the good thing about these reservations as well is that uh, you are able to cancel them two hours before without penalty. So if which you is make, an update to the way it, it used to be 24 hours. So now, it's yeah, two. which is great, because, you know, if you're in the park, and it's hot, and you have a six o'clock reservation, and you might not be hungry, you don't want to go to the reservation just because you have it, you know, maybe you maybe you don't feel like eating, maybe you just want to grab quick service. So you definitely have that option to do that now. Uh, so two hours in advance, you can cancel those Perfect. ADRs. ADRs, your advanced dining reservations. Now, you I ha you probably said 
six or seven of the, these vocabulary words yep. that I have while you were talking. So I'm going to pick out some of those. The first one is the booking window, specifically for ADRs, but there are also potentially booking windows that might be much smaller for other things, for rooms. What can you tell us about the key booking windows or timeframes that you want to make sure people understand that they need to work in? And and I'll also add in, in most cases, you know, like Erica said, if you need to book your advanced dining reservations, if you have the ability, your window opens 60 days out, you can book day of. The mm-hmm. availability just might be significantly reduced. I have never been on property looking for something to eat and not been able to find something to eat. Right. But if there's that one place or places on your trip that you really want to go, you want to secure that as early as possible. So talk to mm-hmm. me about any other booking windows outside of that dining reservation, 60 days, you said, if you're on property. Mm-hmm. Is that so, right? Yep. So if you do not stay on property, it is still the 60 days in advance, but it's one day at a time. So if you have a seven-day vacation, if you're staying on property, you can book all seven of those days at that 60-day mark. That's a if you're advantage. staying off property, then you have to book it. 60 days out for each day. So that Monday you have to get on and book those that Tuesday have to get on and book those. So um, let me use this as an opportunity too to talk about why it's so important to use somebody like Erica, if you are looking to book a vacation, I mean, certainly you can do this all yourself. uh, But if you do work with Erica Murphy at Magic Expeditions, or your friend that's a travel agent, Mm -hmm. uh, there's no compensation here for Erica's participation. We do this because we love talking about this. And we love helping people plan their vacations. But if you are looking for somebody to help you with all this because you're overwhelmed, Erica, how much does it cost to use you to get the help that and the expertise that you have to plan a vacation with somebody? Yeah, to use a travel agent, it is zero cost to you. So we are paid by the properties that we book. So whether it's Disney Universal, even an all-inclusive, wherever we we book, that property pays us. So in this case for Disney, uh, Disney pays us directly. They do all of our training. They supply all of our information. So we get all that knowledge supplied by Disney and they just pay us out of that. So it's actually sometimes cheaper to use an agent because we get the promotions ahead of time. I know we've mentioned that before, uh, but it is it is zero, the same it costs to you if you booked through an agent or if you just booked on the website yourself, only with an agent, you're going to get all of that help and knowledge. Including 60-day windows of booking reservations and yeah. restaurants and all of that, that type of help. Any other mm-hmm. booking windows you want to highlight specifically? So that 60 days is really when everything kind of goes into play because that's also where you can book any of the like lightsabers or the drone building or uh, Bippity Boppity Boutique, you know, any of those fun extras that, that you want to do. Um, some of the dessert parties or fireworks cruises. I mean, we could go on and on with all the tours and, and extras that they have, uh, but that all opens at the 60-day window as well. And I would add, too, when it comes to booking windows, much much smaller, there are, uh, and we're going to talk about this, the access that you get if you have, haven't already listened to our episode on Genie Plus, Genie mm-hmm. and Genie Plus and how to maximize it, go subscribe, please, to the Pixie Dust Podcast by Annie Fry, and uh, you'll see that we just have released a real, it's an hour long, it was much longer than we expected because there's so much to talk about, but if you are looking to book those lightning lanes and those Genie Plus, if you're looking to purchase genie plus that stuff is all day of Mm -hmm. and we will get into that uh deeper at another time so that's just another booking window that i can think of right now so another thing that you said for people who are staying on property and i think it's important to distinguish when in the context of planning a disney vacation and you know there's a lot of decisions you want to make one of the big ones that you have to make is do you want to stay on property or off property erica what's the difference between those two just in in definition and then maybe we can get briefly into why somebody might prefer one over the other yeah. And I actually, I'm, I'm working with somebody right now who's trying to decide if they want to stay on or off property. And my advice is always, however you can do Disney, do Disney. So if that means, you know, staying at your parents' timeshare and staying off property to go to Disney, then by all means do that. Uh, staying on property would be one of Disney's 25 plus properties that they have on site. Off property would be anything that's outside of that Walt Disney World Resort gate, so to speak. And there are, I mean, it's Orlando. So there's timeshares and hotels and Airbnbs. There's all kinds of different options that are outside of the 
Walt Disney World Resort, uh, and each one has pros and cons. I'll say just in addition to that, and we can we could do a whole po- we could do a whole podcast on the benefits of doing mm-hmm. both because there are certainly benefits to doing b- both. And for me, and I'll say this probably at least once in every podcast, Disney World is to me is the biggest experiment in uh, time versus money <laughs> ra- ratio. Yeah. Like yeah. you you start thinking how much is your time worth, mm-hmm. and so a lot of decisions that you make on what you're, it's willing to what you're willing to spend your money on and where you'd like to save. Generally speaking, when you're saving money, you're sacrificing time. And yeah. sometimes that's what you got to do. That's mm-hmm. what most people are trying to do as they plan their vacation. So um, on property, I'll, I'll say this, and I say this to other people when they talk to me about this, those same questions that Erica was talking about. The first time that my family went to Disney World, my husband and I were totally doing this as a courtesy to our children. It, we had no... We, it was... It was, all right, kids, remember we took you here and and (laughs) we want all the mom-dad credit points that we could possibly get for taking you this one time to Disney World. And that was in 2018 and we're now Disney Vacation Club members and we go as often as we can and it has our heart. But the thing that my, it was my cousin actually who had taken her two boys, they're older than mine, my kids, and she had gone, and they're they're much like us. We're sports family. We do active things. We just have a lot of similar interests. And it was kind of striking to me that she spoke so highly about Disney World. And I just said, what's your advice? She goes, honestly, if you're going, don't sip the Kool-Aid. Drink all the Kool-Aid. She yeah. said, just immerse yourself in it. Give yourself to it. And just have the very best time. And that was counter to what we were anticipating doing at first. And then the more we planned, the more we wanted to, to do. And when we left, I was so sad to be leaving. And I looked at my husband. I'm like, just please tell me that we can come back. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the rest is history, of course. Yeah. So um, that's, that, that is a little bit about on property and off property. On property certainly is the resorts, Disney Springs. But it's also the resorts that are Disney owned resorts. I think Mm -hmm. that's all important to understand. Mm -hmm. Um, You talked a little bit about restaurants and you mentioned quick service. So talk to me the difference between quick service restaurants and table service restaurants. Yeah, there's actually, uh, when it comes to dining, there's actually three different categories. So there's the quick service, table service, and then the character dining is an additional one as well. So the quick service is going to be, um, I hate using the word fast food because I feel like people think it's like, oh, it's McDonald's. And it's so much more than that. It is um, a quick service to where you're not going to have somebody wait on you. It is a counter service. Place an order and retrieve your food. Exactly. Or mobile, mobile order is probably another one we should get to, but go ahead. Yeah. And uh, the mobile ordering is fantastic because then you don't have to wait in line. You just go pick up. There's plenty of tables available. It's not like, you know, you're eating over a trash can, which sometimes that that can happen, especially at like food or wine festival. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, you just and it's not just hamburgers and pizzas and, you know, chicken nuggets. It's it's gourmet food just served Quickly. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's quick service. And then table service is going to be where you go and sit down and have a server and, you know, um, we'll order off a menu. And it, it typically takes longer, obviously, because you're being waited on. You're not just walking up and grabbing your food and leaving. I feel and- like table service uh, restaurants, too, when I've gone with Littles, I don't underrate the idea of going to uh, a table service, sit down meal for a chill out. hour and stuff instead of thinking oh we'll go back to the hotel for a nap or whatever if you can find there are several restaurants that i know erica could advise you to but like one of my favorite uh, middle of the afternoon pause dining reservations is sci-fi theater uh sci-fi dining theater which is a drive-in set up in hollywood studios and it's dark in there and there's a movie on a big drive-in screen and so Mm -hmm. it's quiet i mean you literally hear forks clinking on plates it's that quiet and it's dark and i'm like kids eat and then we take our time and if they take a nap in the in one of the little vehicles that you're sitting in that can be the perfect pause outside of the sun or the weather that you might need to make it through a, a rally, you know, yeah, in the late yeah. afternoon part of the day. So, and table service, you're talking about that. I think you could probably include signature dining in that, mm-hmm. but tell me more about table service at Disney World. 
Yeah, and and I will say the table service is what you will need the advanced dining reservations for, kind of making full circle. So the quick service, you do not need reservations for. You just come and go, you know, as you please. Uh, the uh, the table service, you do need the advanced dining reservations in the more signature dining, you know, like the hoop de doo the um, shows, the the dining that has shows associated with it those are what are going to book up very quickly. So those most popular ones, I would definitely suggest booking right at that 60 days because uh, they do fill up fast. Character dining. You mentioned that one Mm -hmm. as well. Um, I'm going to let you explain it here in a second, but character dining to me is another huge asset for families that want to meet characters, need to pair it with kind of a indoor cool down more chill part in the afternoon for maybe an hour or so. And if you think you're going to stand in line and wait to meet characters in the park, why not knock out several of them at one dining reservation? Erica, what can you tell us about character dining? Yeah, and air-conditioned with beverages and food. (laughs) It's perfect. So it's – and it's it's not just – and I will say – so meet and greets is one of my my vocabs on here, but – the difference between a meet and greet versus a character dining, I would say, is that the character dining does spend a little more time interacting with you. So it's not like you're waiting in a in a queue to go up and meet and take pictures and sign an autograph. And that's kind of what you're there for. This is they're coming around the table. They're visiting with you. They're interacting with your kids. They're playing hide and seek. They're dancing and being goofy. So it's a lot more, I'd say, immersive with the they're character not dining. They're not goofy, but some of them right. are goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> great, man. He's tall. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go off the top of my head. You can fill in gaps here while I'm thinking about it. character dining opportunities and characters that you can meet. Cinderella's Royal Table is one mm-hmm. of them. And that Cinderella you meet, uh, my family has done this, you meet Cinderella down in the castle. When you come in, you get a post picture and then, and they're all back now, right? They are, yeah. And and so I'll tell you, when we've been to Cinderella's Royal Table, we met Snow White, Aurora, the Little Mermaid. Eh, Cinderella, again, would come up and wave, I think. And I'm trying, Jasmine, I think, was the other mm-hmm. one. They don't, always have the same princesses so like cinderella is always going to be there at cinderella's royal table and then acker shoes which is the sleeper in my opinion acker shoes breakfast is the best character meet and greet in the whole park and they need yeah, to bring the I breakfast agree. back um they don't have breakfast yet there do they no just dinner for now but the okay. the characters are back it's just not the breakfast so acker shoes the featured character there is bell mm-hmm. I, I assume that, that that is still the case you walk in you meet bell and then when we were at acker shoes for breakfast we've gone a couple times we met aurora the little mermaid ariel um we met mulan that was really mm-hmm. cool and um call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hmm. Who is the other one? I think 
I don't, I don't know. Snow White, I think, has been there for sure if I didn't say that already. But anyway, those are the two main princess ones. We have been, as far as princesses go, on the boardwalk. What's that? Trattoria Tritor- Forno? Is that how yeah. you say that? Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's Italian food. It was delicious. Good breakfast. And that one has, that. this is kind of a unique one, a very cool one. That has Ariel and Prince Eric, and it has Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. So you Mm -hmm. get like two couples at that one. And there's very, it's difficult to find a lot of the princes around the park. So if, Mm -hmm. if if moms, if you're into Prince Eric, (laughs) he's always my favorite. Um, I think I really liked, I really liked the little mermaid was always my favorite princess movie, but as a grown up, I think she, (laughs) I don't want to offend anybody on the Pixie Dust podcast, but I kind of think Ariel's a brat. (laughs) Is yeah, that, did well, I offend you? I mean, a little like she, you know, I'm, I'm the, uh, that's my era. Sure, like, same here. Yeah, like it was early '90s, and so I loved her, loved all the songs. I felt like growing up that I identified with her, but I think yeah. I identified with Prince Eric. I think I was pretty okay with him. <laughs> well, at least anyway, say Ursula. I mean, that could have been a whole. Different. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> um, and then as far as other characters go, at Crystal Palace at Magic Kingdom, there are the Winnie the Pooh characters. Huge hit in my in my family. There is at Be Our Guest, the Beast meets mm-hmm. there. Is he by himself? He doesn't have anybody else there, does he? He's flying solo. Yeah. yeah. And he walks around. It's a kind of intimidating. I know when we went there, my kids were all like excited to go. And then they saw him. They're like, not so much, but they grew into it. And then um, it's at, where does Mickey meet? Does Mickey do a character dining at Magic Kingdom? Am I slipping here? Oh, Chef Mickey is what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's contemporary. Contemporary resort right outside of Magic Kingdom. Chef Mickey's, Mickey, Minnie, uh, Goofy, and Donald, I think. Fab Five. Mm-hmm. And are there all five? And Daisy? Or Pluto? Pluto. I don't know. And then you can go to, where's the one in Animal Kingdom? Tusker House. Tusker House in Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. has a Fab Five or Four or something, and they're in, like, safari outfits. I'm, that doesn't, that's not a big deal to me, but Erica... You know, you know, I need the the outfit change. <laughs> She's like, oh, they have the cutest little outfits. I'm like, it's Mickey. It's just wearing I'm pants. Like, Topolino's like, yeah. he's an artist. Yeah. He's a painter. I Come remember on, she's a poet. getting all worked up about that. And I was like, so Erica, get yourself together here. But so Topolino's mm-hmm. is at Riviera Resort. So they're, they're, if you are doing a uh, resort day on your trip and you mm-hmm. want to get a little of that extra in it's a great idea to go to a character breakfast um in epcot also at garden grill another amazing disney breakfast that hasn't returned yet as far as i know is mm-hmm. that correct mm-hmm. you can meet um mickey and who's the other pluto? chip and dale i chip and dale but mm-hmm. who, there's one other it might be pluto and pluto, pluto. Mm-hmm. but that's a really cool chip and dale opportunity mm-hmm. Is there anybody else that I'm forgetting off the... Did you say Hollywood and Vine at Hollywood Studios? So they they do the Disney Junior Breakfast, which I really like for like the young ones. That's Mm -hmm. one of the only places you can see the Disney Junior. That one had... We've done that. Vampirina and Mm -hmm. uh, Doc McStuffins. I Mm -hmm. feel like I'm out of... Fancy Nancy. Fancy Nancy. Uh Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what. Seeing Mickey and everything is huge. But when your littles, littles see Doc McStuffins and Fancy Nancy... Uh, Mickey and the Roadster Racers. Mickey, I think, is mm-hmm. one of those. And Goofy, might is he in Roadster Racers? I think yeah. he's in there too. But yeah, I they just it, their eyes light up. And Mary Poppins is she at nineteen ten Park Fair or whatever it is? I don't know if that one's back yet. Okay. Um, but yes. And then uh, Kate May at Beach Club has them in the beach outfits. <laughs> A wardrobe. Yeah. If you're going to cross the entire <laughs> in, resort, so you're like, but some... I got to see the safari outfits. Well, you do, because I mean, how many how many pictures do you need of Mickey? And, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. The All of them. <laughs> <laughs> the shorts are, are, you know, iconic. But, you know, I want to see him in a little snazzy blazer. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, it's a great way to, it's a great way to knock out some of those great characters and I I've, I highly recommend it with with kids and you know you don't need to you don't need to in the same trip go to like four or five different places to meet Mickey on a character dining but if you want to meet a handful of princesses and all of the characters and know you're going to do it and get it out of the way I think character dining is a a fantastic way to do that um, mm-hmm. 
is there a place you want to go next? Or you just want me to keep listing off here? Yeah. I mean, I think kind of starting at the very basic is just some of the, the main things at, at the parks that you're going to hear, you know, um, we'll say, you know, you can ask a cast member instead of saying, you know, Disney employees, they're all known as cast members. The areas that you don't see, I guess the, I don't even know what they would be considered, but like they're all, they're called backstage because it's, you know, it's a show that they're putting on. So uh, as I'm, as I'm helping people, you know, there's, there's definitely things that I can help with here, but um, I always suggest, you know, talk to a cast member and Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what that, what that means. So I'm going to start here and we're going to shift a little bit now to MDE Mm -hmm. and this MDE is my Disney experience. It's the app that if you are thinking about taking a Disney World vacation, you need to download this app right now, My Disney Experience. And within My Disney Experience, a whole host of vocabulary words. So what what do you want to say first about the app, Erica, when you're helping people plan their vacations? What is it that you want them to know about the purpose of the app? So I definitely want them just to familiarize themselves with it. I don't want you to get to the park and that be the first time that you open it because it really is going to be your roadmap while you go through through your vacation. So uh, when I help people plan, that's actually how I make your advanced dining reservations, your park reservations, um, which is something we haven't we haven't mentioned. But in addition to your tickets, you also need park reservations for each park. And that is something that I would I would book all through your My Disney experience. But when you're there, that's also how you're going to see the maps. That's how you're going to see wait times. It's how you're going to purchase Genie Plus, if that's something that you want to do. It's how you're going to uh, book or change any of your dining reservations. It's going to show the wait times. Uh, So it really is going to be your key while you're in the park. So it's really important that you kind of familiarize yourself with it before you go so that when you get there, you'll know how how to get the most out of it. So if you go back and listen to our Genie Plus episode here on the Pixie Dust podcast, please consider subscribing subscribing if you haven't yet we talk all about genie and genie plus and we talk about the my disney experience app there as well and erica you pointed out last time if you have a if you have a disney plus account you have an email that's associated with disney that's associated with disney world that will work in this app is that correct correct so if you have disney plus it'll work in that app as well be the same username and password Perfect. So let's go through some of these things that you just talked about. And these things are all found in my Disney experience on the app. But there are also Mm -hmm. other ways that you can access a lot of this information too. just the hub of all of it. The most helpful way is to have that my Disney experience or MDE app downloaded. You Mm -hmm. mentioned wait times. Talk to me about wait times and how people can learn about that. Yeah. So with the wait times, um, instead of calling it a line, it's it's queue. So you'll hear us often mention uh, the queue. You'll have a standby line, which is just people that don't have a reservation or a lightning lane. They just go stand in the line and the time will be posted for how long that wait time is anticipated. So it could be anywhere from five minutes to three hours. So, and and I, I laugh, but um, you know, like when flight of passage first opened, I fully anticipate Tron to be, you know, atrocious wait time. So um, I, the, the queue will have the wait times, the standby line, which is just if you walk up without a reservation and there'll also be the lightning lane, which is what you'll use if you make a genie plus selection or purchase an individual lightning lane for an attraction. Okay. So let's talk about lightning lanes and because they wanted to make it incredibly crystal clear individual mm-hmm. lightning lanes mm-hmm. could have called it something else, but no, here we are. So that's why we're discussing this with you. Um, Genie is a part of Disney Genie is a part of the My Disney Experience app and it's that service that's going to help you find your way around the park. If you are brand new to Disney World and you know nothing, I would advise you looking at that. If you feel like you have some level of understanding, I don't know the Disney Genie. Sometimes I feel like it's set up to move people around the park in a way that's best for Disney. Mm-hmm. as opposed to the way that might be best for you, but it is a good starter option. If you feel like you're a, like at a sophomore level at Disney, you might be graduated out of just basic Disney Genie. Now, Genie Plus, which I told you we have a full hour episode on that you can listen to to get all the details, the what, how we feel it is or isn't worth it, and the tips and tricks behind it. Genie Plus allows you, you have to pay for it, 
and it allows you to access lightning lanes like Erica was just describing. Um, do you want, do you want me to walk through a little bit about that process? Yeah, go ahead. So I have, um, I've used it many times. I think it's, I think it's great. And you can listen to that podcast episode to learn more about why, but it's definitely something that you do have to understand how to operate Mm -hmm. in order for you to get your money's worth. Because if you're like mine, I have a family of six. If I'm paying 20 bucks a person for us to use this and I'm not maximizing it, that's money wasted. So I do advise you to listen to that episode to learn how to maximize it. But those lightning lanes, you can, it is essentially the old fast pass line. Fast passes don't exist anymore. I think if you look back at the old episodes of this podcast, we did a vocabulary one, fast pass would be in there. That is old news. Mm-hmm. You have two lines that you can get in at any attraction. One is the standby queue and the other is the lightning lane. The lightning lane you do have to purchase to be able to access that. And you also, you have to purchase specifically the access in Genie Plus, but then you have to also reserve the Lightning Lane to access that short wait time. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, Erica, talk to me about individual Lightning Lanes because it's like there's the standby queue. There's for a <laughs> for a price you can access the Lightning Lane, mm-hmm. and then for an extra a la carte price, you get yourself in the really fancy individual Lightning Lane. Yeah, and I like that we called them fancy rides on the last one. Yeah. Uh, credit but- to Molly from <laughs> the to Molly. Mammoth Club. Yeah. Um, but with the individual lightning lane, I think the the most important thing if you if you take anything from this, it's that they run parallel to each other. So just because you have Genie Plus, you can also purchase an individual lightning lane and vice versa. You don't have to have Genie Plus to purchase the individual lightning lane. So you can buy just the fancy rides if if you want to do, you know, only go to Hollywood Studios to do Rise of the Resistance. You can certainly bypass purchasing genie plus for that park and just purchase the the uh individual lightning lane for rise of resistance and it's also important to distinguish the difference between a lightning lane reservation and an individual lightning lane reservation those individual lightning lanes only exist for uh one ride at each park right Mm -hmm. now that could always change this is february of 2023 that could always change and which ones they offer that could change But um, when you reserve those individual lightning lanes, you get to pick the hour of the day based on what is available, kind Mm -hmm. of the way fast passes used to be. So you can log in and maybe 1030 in the morning is available, but you're like, I'm not going to, I don't want to go there until the evening. You can scroll forward and grab a 630 PM with the lightning lane reservations. You can book the next available and that's it. And then you can go Mm -hmm. in and modify those if you choose, but you don't get to scroll through the day and build your day like you used to with fast passes. And I think Mm -hmm. that's something that might catch people off guard. Virtual queues, another way to get into a line for a big attraction at Disney World. Uh, Erica, what can you tell us about virtual queues? Yeah, the virtual queue is going to be essentially just what it is. It's virtual. You don't have to physically stand in the queue. So uh, I have a whole video that I send out to my my guest that shows how to get into this because, um, you know, it's not like you could just walk up and, and get into the queue. It's definitely you, you make them at seven o'clock in the morning while you're on property. Not so at 7.01 in the morning. No, they you sell out them- in... Seconds. seconds. Yeah. So I, and I always suggest even opening up a world clock on another phone, like it's like a whole thing, like you can't just like wake up and have, you know, the birds chirping and, you know, gracefully wake up like Cinderella. Uh, you get up and it, you've, you're on a mission. And Side it's note, to get that. as the person who has to do that for the family, <laughs> Disney, there has to be a better way. There but has to be a better way. we oh. win playing by the rules as they are established. And that's something you need to know if you're going to win. Yeah. And, and because of that, on the flip side, you know, it does give you that time back to where you don't have to physically stand in the line. It'll say, you know, we'll message you when your boarding group 146 is ready, you know, and then it, it alerts you that your boarding group is ready. And then you just go walk and, and get in the queue that way. So you're able to go and do other things while you're essentially virtually waiting. In it a is, queue. it is something that has changed. And I'm about to drop no pun intended another <laughs> term here in a second but is definitely a way that has changed the way that my family 
will travel and do these things because we used to be a rope drop family. And that's the Mm -hmm. other term I'm going to define here real quick. Rope dropping. Literally, the cast members, when the park opens, will kind of wall off. You can come in the park. You can scan in the park. You can start walking into the park. But you're going to only be able to go so far before the park technically is open. Mm -hmm. And they define that by two cast members who hold a rope. When the park does officially open and... Folks, that can be if the park opens at 8 a.m., they might be letting people on the ride at 7.40 a.m. So if you get there early and get up to the rope, you will be there when they drop the rope and you can go in. That's called rope drop. But mm-hmm. we used to be that family. We wanted to beat lines. I have small children. I do not want to stand in long lines with small children. And being able to book these virtual queues and lightning lanes and individual lightning lanes, all three different things, makes it so that I don't have to get everybody up and ready to go in the morning and so we can be in animal kingdom at 7 30 a.m are you kidding me that's a very yeah. early wake up and now i still have to wake up and do all of this stuff but i'm laying in bed at 7 a.m kind of in a quick panic hoping hoping to get the <laughs> things that i want to get and then if i get it then you roll over and maybe sleep for another hour and that's that's glorious mm-hmm. so um yeah i think and, and the virtual queue as of February 2023 right now, while we're talking about this, Rise of the Resistance in Hollywood Studios, Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot, and will be Tron in Magic Kingdom. Is that it? April 4th, yep. There's no virtual queue for Flight of Passage Avatar. It's either standby or individual lightning lane. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Okay. Light- yes. Yes, the yes. <laughs> paid for one. So I yes. talked about rope drop there. That's good. Uh, can you talk to me about PhotoPass? Yeah. So um, Memory Maker and PhotoPass is something that uh, is kind of interchangeable. When you book your package, you can purchase your Memory Maker in advance. And it's basically just a photo package of your trip. And I always 100% will put these on quotes when I put these out and will explain it to, to the guest because I think of everything that Disney has to offer as far as extras. I think this is one of the most important because if you're spending that much for a Disney vacation, this is something that you're going to be able to take back with you and remember for the rest of your life. And I know personally, I never take enough pictures on vacation. I'm always like, man, I wish I did. But then I also want to live in the moment. And this kind of gives you that opportunity. So the photo pass is going to be the photographers. You'll see them throughout every single park. They have brown vest and you'll see the big cameras and they're fantastic. But they, they are just as is news. They just changed their shirts that are this kind of like lime green. Whoa. That's, that's new information. And so yeah. like lime green, and I think they have a vest on possibly in like navy shorts, but yeah. they do stand out that it's helpful to be able to pick them out. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're at the iconic location. So it's going to be in front of Cinderella Castle. It's going to be, you know, in front of Spaceship Earth at, at Epcot. And uh, but the other thing is it's also like throughout the parks and they have some fun magic shots to where, you know, in Fantasyland, you'll be holding a lantern or, um, you know, on Walt's bench and you'll see Mickey sitting next to you. So it's just some it's, it's fun photos. Uh, it's also all the photos that come from the attraction. So if you want to see the look on your kid's face when they're, you know, going down the mine train for the first time, you know, those will all be included in your memory maker package as and well. Specifically the mine train that even includes a little bit of a ride video. So yeah. there's all different sorts of things. I am a huge advocate for PhotoPass, and I'm saying this to you mamas who are listening mm-hmm. right now. You are not in the pictures. You are the one taking the pictures. I know how this goes. I don't want to be in the pictures half the time. So if there's somebody who like... It's not that I don't want to be in the picture, but my husband doesn't know how to take pictures. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be in my husband's pictures. I want him to be yeah. in the picture with me. But when you have people who are professional photographers taking these photos and you go through these photos at the end of your trip or the end of the day or even years afterwards, and you see all these parts where you got to be photographed in the memory with your family. Mm-hmm in my opinion, 100%. Get the photo pass and pause for the pictures in the park. And I'll tell you, um, we had just had our fourth baby, uh, Molly, in June of 2021. So she's 20 months old. And the photo, the big, like, 
three foot by four foot photo that we have on our mantle mm -hmm. had my now six year old when she was like 16 months old in it. <laughs> so the, the photo on our mantle was lacking our fourth child for <laughs> 20 months of her life. And I was going through and looking at some of my PhotoPass fo photos just for whatever particular reason, because I was. And there is the best photo of my family in Epcot in front of Spaceship Earth, which is the Epcot ball. And it just made me so happy that I yeah. printed it at Walgreens and it is now on the mantle. So it's not this like prim and like matchy matchy photo that's in a meadow in front of a barn, which is what the other one was. It's kind of our sweaty selves as mm -hmm. happy as we can be standing in Epcot. And I, every time I see that, I smile. And I wouldn't have that photo if I wouldn't have had PhotoPass. So yeah. I think that that's an important one. Uh, one of the things you're going to need for PhotoPass is to scan your magic band. Mm -hmm. Erica, magic bands, important for people to know when they're going to Disney. Yeah. And the important thing to this, again, is that it's an option like everything is. I, again, am always an advocate for it just because of the convenience of it. Um, your magic band is going to be, it's a, it's a watch. So it's about the size of a watch band that goes on your wrist and it's going to be everything. It's your room, uh, your room key. It's going to be your park tickets it's going to be uh what you scan if you purchase genie plus to go in and do the lightning lanes it's going to be what you scan for your photo pass uh the new magic band plus also has some fun interactive features where it interacts with some of the different statues and the fireworks shows and when you're on attractions um you know, sometimes it'll pick up your, it has that RFID technology sure. and it'll pick up and it'll have, you know, your name on it or at the end of uh, Spaceship Earth, it'll have, um, you know, your picture kind of taken, you know, in, in kind of a funny spaceship photo. So um, magic bands are just something that's cool. You can do everything on your phone. You obviously can get park tickets, you know, the paper old school tickets. Uh, but there's just something so convenient about just literally you, lifting your wrist. Did you mention that you can buy food? like spend money with it souvenirs yeah. food did you mention that i did it and i do want to clarify that this is for on property guests uh you can purchase them if you are off-site you can still use it the same way for your park tickets and everything but you cannot put purchases on a magic band if you're staying oh, off-site okay. just because it's not running your credit card like it's not associated to your credit card so you don't have to worry about losing your band and you lose your credit card it is charging it back to your room folio mm -hmm. so when you make a souvenir purchase or a food purchase if you're staying off property uh that's just it's not an option for you but if you are staying on property you certainly can yeah and i love that i've i've only ever stayed on property and I, i'm a dvc member which we're going to talk about here in a second but it's so nice to not have to carry a wallet around with yeah you. so if you put your credit card on file at your hotel room and mm -hmm. then i didn't realize that there was that little level of protection and separation between those yeah and with people are like, what, you mean anybody could pick up my magic band and scan it? No, you have a pin that you mm -hmm. associate with your magic band, so you scan it, and then you have to put your pin in, just like if somebody found uh, a debit card, I guess you could swipe it as credit, but they would need your pin in order to access it. And um, for just the last time that we went to Disney, we finally activated the and told our, our oldest two kids the pin, because we would be sitting down <laughs> and be like, go get some bottles of water. And, you, and then we could send the kid and they could scan it like, this is fantastic. I'm not yeah. going to do anything anymore. I'm going to make the kids do it. But I think that that is, um, I, I'm a big advocate of magic bands. And they're fun. They're a souvenir, especially for yeah. your kiddos who are going to come home, the younger ones, and they're going to want to wear it around the house and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it kind of gets a little extra life that way. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about... Uh, we're talking about purchases right now. I'm just going to mention, I'm not going to go much into this. You're going to see in here DVC and you're going to see in here AP. And DVC is Disney Vacation Club. It's Disney World's, or it's Disney's, I guess, their version of their timeshare. I'm a member of DVC and I'll talk at a later date in detail about that. But um, Disney Vacation Club members get certain perks around the park and sometimes that's discounts on food and that's discounts on merchandise uh, or they might have like access to a specific part, part of the park and um, so Disney Vacation Club is it's a it's a different kind of timeshare I guess that's that's associated with Disney and then AP is an annual pass holder and mm -hmm. so they also will get access to certain discounts and of course access to the park. Do you have anything else to add about those two? No. Yeah, that's great. Um, park hopping. 
Mm-hmm. Talk to me about park hopping. So there's two different types of park tickets that you can get. So you can get a base ticket or you could do a park hopper ticket. So a base ticket means that you go to one park per day. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stay at that uh, park all day. You can leave, go back to your room, swim. You just have to go back to the park that you originally scanned into. So if you scan into Magic Kingdom, if you have a base ticket, you're only going back to Magic Kingdom for that day. A park hopper gives you the opportunity to hop parks or change parks throughout the day. So if you scan into Magic Kingdom after two o'clock, you can hop over to Epcot. And even after that, if you want to go watch Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios, you can you could certainly hop over to that next park as well. Uh, but you have to have a hopper ticket in order to do so. And as of right now, it's only after two o'clock. Right. Uh, I think it's an, a really great asset, but if you're going for the first time, you might absolutely be able to justify a full day at one park. And mm-hmm. if that's a way for you to save some money and you're trying to figure out where to spend, where to save, that's definitely something that working with someone like Erica, she can help you manage and massage those budgets around so mm-hmm. that you're getting the best experience for a budget that you can comfortably afford. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about mobile ordering. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Uh, no, but I did want to add about the uh, tickets too. There's also the Park Hopper Plus, which also includes the water park. So I think a lot of people don't know that Disney does have two different water parks on property and you do need the additional ticket or the Hopper Plus in order to get into those water parks. Uh, and I mean, the pools at, at Disney resorts are almost you yeah. know, quality, you know, um, slides and big yeah. and yeah, very but the, themed. The, pools that they have, um, the water parks that they have on property, um, you know, have the bigger slides, you know, Typhoon Lagoon has the wave pool and um, it's just kind of, uh, it's just a different experience, but it is also needed. You need that park hopper plus in order to go to the water parks. Perfect. Okay. Um, DAS or DAS. This Mm -hmm. is a very important one for many people to understand and to know about. Talk to me about that one. Yeah, so that is Disney's uh, Disability Access Service, and that is going to give you the opportunity, uh, if you have a child or even an adult with disabilities, uh, an opportunity to speak with a cast member ahead of time and be able to select, I guess, sort of a lightning lane without... you know, as we're kind of talking through that, but you get a reservation time to come back and skip that line. Um, I'm working with a guest right now who uh, has some intestinal issues, what her husband does. So he can't stand in a queue for two hours because he may need to use, he may need to use the restroom. And uh, so he was able to get that disability access pass. So it's not even just necessarily just for children. I think one of the most important things for people to understand about the disability access services is that if you, if you have fretted at all about somebody in your party's ability to hang and to be a part because of some visible disability or some very not visible disability, please reach out to Disney and have the conversation with them, Erica, because I'm sure that a lot of people and, and you help people. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Go through this process, correct? 
So I help direct them to the process. So it, you do have to speak with a cast member. It's a Zoom that you set up on camera. You do it 30 days before you arrive. Uh, but you, I, I have a whole, I can yeah. show you exactly where to go and how to do it, but you will have to speak to a Disney cast member in order to get it. And just, I, for me, I have, I have people in my orbit who have used the service and they were apprehensive to use it at first because they didn't want like special treatment and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, use this service it's there for you Mm -hmm. and anytime people are worried about what other people might say because maybe your disability isn't visible on the surface forget about those people and do what you need to do if you have an honest reason you're going to have an interview with a disney cast member and they're going to be able to they're going to judge whether you qualify or don't and if disney says you qualify do that thing right Don't you agree with that? Yeah. And I will say, I think Disney does a really good job about being discreet about a lot of the things too. So it's not like, you know, you have to wear a red tag that says, you know, you're part of the DAS or, or anything like that. So I think they do a really good job of, of being helpful, but also discreet with it at the same time. So let's shift away from the disability access services and let's talk a little bit quickly about the different kind of resorts that are on property. Earlier, we discussed on property versus off property. Um, Talk to me about what Disney offers on property. We have three different types of resorts, Mm -hmm. value resorts, moderate resorts, and deluxe resorts. Erica, what Mm -hmm. should people know about that? That uh, no matter which value property that you decide to to go in that fits your budget, you're going to get the same Disney quality at each one. And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about the value properties is people think it's going to be like, you know, a Motel 8 or a Holiday Inn or whatever that may be. And that's definitely not the case. The difference between each one of the categories is just going to be the amenities. So at a value property, it's going to be uh, a smaller room with a bigger property. So it's going to have, you know, maybe a little bit longer waits at a bus stop. Um, the deluxe properties are going to be bigger rooms, smaller properties, and it's going to have uh, maybe it's on the monorail or easier access to to the parks, um, walking distance to Hollywood Studios or Epcot, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, the, the de- deluxe properties are going to have sit down restaurants, whereas the value properties are going to have more quick service. So it's literally just the amenities that are changing at each one of the levels of, of property, but you're still going to get the same level of Disney quality, no matter which room that you go into. Yeah, that is, su- that is such a true statement. And uh, being a DVC member or a Disney Vacation Club member, the one of the biggest benefits of that is those resorts that you can then book are deluxe resorts at Disney World. And my experience of participating and staying at those is to me is always proximity. The, mm-hmm. you're, you're closer to the park. You can, if you stay at the beach club or boardwalk um, and the yacht club is right there too, which isn't a DVC property, but you can literally walk to Hollywood studios or walk to Epcot Two resorts mm-hmm. that you can walk to. That's fantastic. Conte- Contemporary resort or Bay Lake tower, which is the DVC property. You can walk into the magic kingdom. That mm-hmm. is, that is just an amazing perk of, of staying deluxe. Mm-hmm. If, if you look at the cash prices on that, I've looked at the cash prices on it. They're astronomical. I couldn't afford those cash prices. It's one of the reasons why we bought DVC over the length of time is the value that we found in it. Um, if you stay in a moderate resort, we've stayed at both of the uh, Port Orleans, mm-hmm. uh, Riverside and French Quarter. Loved it. Yeah. Had a great time. And I hear lots of people very, very highly speaking of the value resorts as well. And I tell you, I mean, they just introduced the Skyliner within the last couple of years, which I think was a huge game changer for the value and moderate resorts because it now gave you that monorail feel. So it's a quick access to Hollywood Studios and Epcot with a moderate or value property. So, um, you know, I, I definitely don't don't sleep on those value and moderate properties. If you have littles with you, you might want to have that convenience at the deluxe resort. If you don't, save the money on that. And then if you have, if it's in your budget to do more, then you can book like a, a fireworks party or something yeah. like that. There are a lot of different ways that Erica can help you plus up uh, your trip if, if you want to move the money around in the budget. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the next vocabulary word, early entry, mm-hmm. as well as, I can't, what's, what's the evening one called? After magic hours. Okay. After magic after hours yeah but after hours is the paid for ticket right yes well early entry is for extra magic hours i'm sorry extra magic hours are the additional ones at night after hours are the paid 
Yes, which is another uh, good good thing to point out. Early entry is what they're calling the the olden days of extra magic hours in the morning. They're mm-hmm. now early. En- Why can't they just keep the same? I don't know. <laughs> but if you're staying on property, you get the benefit of being able to access the parks 30 minutes before everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And if you're staying at a deluxe resort, there are certain days where you get to stay afterwards. Every day, if you're on property, you get to get in 30 days early. If you're staying at a deluxe resort, there are certain days at certain parks where you get to stay late. Yes. So, um, let's see here. I only have a couple more. Um, this is kind of all together. It's not something that is commonly used in uh, in conversations outside of talking about Disney World, but I put these three together. Skyliner, Monorail, TTC. Yeah. What do people need to know, Erica? So it's the Disney's transportation. So there's also the buses that will take you to and from each one of the parks. But the Skyliner is going to be Disney's gondola system. So it is a continuous ride that will take you to uh, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And that goes off of uh, Art of Animation and Pop, which are both value properties. And then Caribbean Beach, which is a moderate. And then the New Riviera, which is a deluxe property. And then the mod- on a rail loop, it is uh, the properties that are there in the Magic Kingdom area. So it's going to be your Polynesian, Grand Floridian, Wilderness, Contemporary. The, it goes uh, in a loop there. And then that also takes you to Epcot as well. And then the uh, Ticket and Transportation Center. I think a lot of people, especially if you're staying off property, you think, you know, you go to Magic Kingdom for your first day and you think you're just going to drive up and and park in Magic Kingdom and see the castle. And uh, the Ticket and Transportation Center is kind of the hub for Walt Disney World. And uh, it is where you're going to park. It is also going to be uh, where you're dropped off by like an Uber or Lyft if you decide to do that. Uh, And then it's going to take you on the monorail to take you to the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, it was important to Walt Disney to separate the idea of the magic that existed yeah. in Magic Kingdom. He didn't. He wanted you to like leave the old world behind, so he dug a, a lake <laughs> and uh, made you get on a train to get from the parking lot into uh, the most magical place on Earth. So that mm-hmm. is that. That is a series of different things that you can use to travel within Disney World. You don't have to have a car. I've never had a car at Disney World before. Mm-hmm. Last thing, and maybe one of the most important things to understand is guest services, Erica. Yeah. yeah, so guest services is going to be your concierge while you're you're on property. So they're going to be able to help you with any issues that you may have, whether it's a magic band not working or issue with tickets or um, a dining reservation. Guest service is really going to be able to help you with everything while you're on property. That's, and and you can contact guest services as well in the My Disney Experience app. Yeah. I have not always had the best experience of getting a good answer or a quick turnaround on that, but it is there. And maybe sometimes you have a basic question that you just don't have a clue what the answer is. It's not so much like, I need help for this experience at this time and you need to be talked through it. It could just be what time does something open or whatever. So yeah. uh, guest ex- guest services is and guest experiences is definitely going to be something you're going to want to know. All right. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything? Do you have anything on your list that I haven't? Yeah, I have two things real quick. So uh, we talked about the DAS, but there's also when traveling with littles, uh, they do have baby care centers at every one of the parks, which is going to be a place where you can just rest. They have nursing stations. If you forgot anything like a binky or diapers, they're going to have every formula, everything that you need is going to be in those baby care centers. So you're going to see them at every park. Uh, it's also air conditioned. So if they also have. They also have in there, like, medicine. Like, if, yeah. you, if you have a headache or you need some ibuprofen, ladies, they have feminine products in there. Um, yeah. So you can – it's – it's. I almost think of it as, like, a, a mini Walgreens for moms and babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can see those listed on the park maps also in your My Disney Experience app. Uh, and then I also wanted to mention about Rider Swap. So mm. I know we've mentioned that previously, but Rider Swap is going to be a service where if you're traveling with somebody who does not meet the height requirements for attraction, or maybe it's they just don't want to go on the attraction, and you have older children that do want to go on that attraction, it gives you the opportunity to where you both both parents that are traveling can experience the attraction with that older child. So uh, you would go up, parent one would have the child that's riding, 
say we want to do rider swap, go on, they ride the attraction. The other parent too is staying back with the baby or the child that will not be riding the attraction. And then when they get off, they literally swap. So then parent two is going to go on with the child again. So that child essentially gets to ride twice. And each one of the parents will have the opportunity to see that child on that attraction. Yeah. And they've, they've made some changes to the rider swap, or I don't even know if it's so much as changes or they've become a little more strict on reinforcing mm-hmm. some of the rules. So it can become a little hairy if you're like my family and you know, I have a 20 month old, so she's not really riding a, a rider swap ride. She, if, if she can go on the ride, we're all doing the ride together. But, um, you know, if you're if you've got three kids and they're like, you can take two. That's literally happened to us before. And you're like, really? One time I was like, would you pick which two I should take? (laughs) (laughs) You want to do that? I don't want to do that. Yeah. Can you you do it for me? This is difficult. Um, So, I mean, the rules are the rules. They're that way for a reason. Unfortunately, people abuse this system and will use it so that people can get more rides than are really necessary. Um, so if you're, if you're in a position like me where it's like, you literally have to stay back for a baby and you can't really, it's not about who wants to ride and who doesn't, uh, it, it becomes challenging, but rules are rules. And I always encourage you to abide by those rules while you're there. They have them for a reason, Yeah. but rider swap can be a very helpful thing. Yeah. Anything else? One last thing, which is probably one of my favorite things is, is over the years, um, is the hidden Mickey's. So I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. It is so much fun. And even with as many times as I have gone over the years, every time I go, I still manage to find one that I haven't seen before. So, uh, the Imagineers, which is also a term. That's a vocabulary word right there. (laughs) That um, Imagineers are the the engineers that that make up all the magic at Walt Disney World. So when they create the parks, they make these hidden Mickey's, and it's not something like, you know, you're going to blatantly see Mickey's face on you know, a wall, it's going to be, you know, the rocks when you tip over Splash Mountain is just positioned in a way where you see the silhouette of Mickey's head or Think maybe... it'll still be there in Tiana's body. Oh, gosh, I hope so. <laughs> I didn't even talk about it. <laughs> I'm so emotional about that one. Oh, Lord. Uh, I know. Uh, I hope so, because that's the best <laughs> hidden Mickey. Um, but it's little things like that or, you know... Essentially, a- three circles yeah. make a hidden Mickey. And... They know that. It's not like you go there and you're saturated in, in Disney stuff and you start seeing Mickeys where they aren't. <laughs> no, they put them there. That's, mm-hmm. That is a very, I mean, there are books about hidden Mickeys around mm-hmm. Disney World. And once you get going, I'm, it, my family usually takes two weeks when we come home to stop seeing hidden Mickeys. Oh, like, yeah. Those are non-intentional. This is Home Depot. <laughs> I see them literally everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, and then I'll go, that's not a hit Mickey. And I'm like, yes, it is. It is to me. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. We appreciate you listening along. I hope this was helpful. We do these kind of conversations to make sure that you feel comfortable and confident. There's a real barrier that you need to break in order to plan a Disney World vacation. And I know a lot of people who have reached out to me after listening to this podcast and they appreciate it because if you don't understand how to talk about it, it's very difficult to to scratch that surface and get in. Once you start to understand the stuff, it starts to get really fun and really exciting. And I cannot stress enough how valuable of an asset Erica can be to you. If you are looking to plan a Disney World vacation, she's with Magic Expeditions. Her name's Erica Murphy. And you can contact her at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, as she likes to say. Her mom wanted to be different. Erica at magicexpeditions.com. She's a travel agent specializing in Disney vacations. And they are earmarked by Disney, which basically signifies that they have that special recognition for knowledge and performance. It's legitimate. And they get paid by Disney, not by you. And Erica, I have booked with Erica before and she has saved me over four figures of dollars because when those promos come out she knows about them before anybody else does uh in in the the normal world here and she applies that discount saves you money gets to tell you it's a great day for everybody so Mm -hmm. erica anything else you want to add about working with people yeah just i mean be prepared to have a friend for life because you're stuck with me. One of the, actually, I think one of the ladies that I, I worked with, she had a trip planned in 2020 that was canceled with uh, COVID and was just recently able to go last summer. And throughout that, I mean, we became really, really good friends. And mm-hmm. uh, she posted something for Mardi Gras. Uh, they're from New Orleans and she had this big table with, you know, the crawfish and all that. And, um, you know, we posted on Facebook and I was like, I'm honorary family, right? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, book a plane trip. So, um, you know, just be prepared that I'm yeah. I'm going to need a restraining order. No, that's, <laughs> We're going to be best friends forever. <laughs> she is not that creepy, I yeah. promise. 
She's great. She knows what she's talking about. She is going to uh, bust her butt for you and help you through this and navigate through this very easily accessible and legitimately makes it her personal mission to make sure you have the absolute Mm -hmm. best trip that you can have with the budget that you are prepared to meet and i can't say enough great things about erica please consider following us at the pixie dust podcast facebook page and comment there we are are posting on there and reacting and it's the easiest way to get a hold of us is to go on facebook and it's not as big of a page we we were doing building this up in then COVID hit and we kind of pulled back on it but this is i think our fourth episode that we have been back here in 2023 in winter of 2023 so if you have questions for Erica or myself, you can go onto the Pixie Dust Podcast Facebook page and you'll see our faces there and you can just message that Facebook page to ask us anything you want to know or to get in contact with us. We would love that. Erica, anything else before we jet here? No, I think we covered it. All right. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Podcast. This episode about learning the Walt Disney World lingo. It's a vocabulary lesson. Please subscribe to the podcast if you like it. Recommend it. Review it on your podcast platform. And we will talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.